Hello everyone, welcome to In the Neighborhood with your hosts, Tim Johnson and Stacy Borjo. Together, they are finding out what makes the heart of the Heartland Beat. They sit down with people in your community that lead organizations, businesses, and government. You'll learn who they are and what they're involved in and why. They are the people in your neighborhood. It's In the Neighborhood with Stacy Borjo and Tim Johnson. Good morning, everybody. My name's Tim Johnson, and this is the lovely Stacy Borjo. Hey, Tim. Welcome. It's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah. We've, it's Summer schedule has been really messy, so we've been on and off again, and Erin mm -hmm. took last week. Mm -hmm. She did a good job. I don't doubt that at all. Uh, and we've got some muffins <laughs> right here. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, we're celebrating 150 shows. Nice job. Um, I just ran across a text that we had of our first show setting up, uh, I believe it was Peoria Park District. Okay. And just kind of interesting to relive that, just happened across it and through Google, it's a long story. But anyway. was a lot younger. It was just a text. I can't, you can't change <laughs> my text. <laughs> Dang. So uh, what I've got, I've got a challenge for you. Oh boy. Eat a muffin and whistle within one minute. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to do it? If you can lead by example, I'll follow it. I will do it after the show. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, it's kind of hard to, to do that where we're uh, looking intelligent and eating quickly. It would be really entertaining. It would be entertaining. It would make me laugh. If you want to see it, uh, put, a, uh, put a note in our Facebook page um, or on YouTube. Uh, if you want to see all 150 shows, I believe I got all 150. All of them? Um, audio, you can okay. pick them up on iTunes. You have to search for In the Neighborhood Widecast, and you'll find our show on iTunes and follow us there so you can see all of those. For those um, that are listening on WPEO, thank you for listening there. Mm -hmm. And we are on Peoria TV, channel 17 on i3 Broadband. Okay. So um, check us out there. Um, if if you have a favorite show, um, if uh, you want to make a comment, please do so on our Facebook. Uh, we appreciate those. Um, also, um, if you are looking to, you're a non-for-profit, um, somebody that works with a lot of volunteers, uh, we'd love to highlight you. And we're scheduling. I think our next month is booked, but uh, through the end of the year, we're still booking or even into next year. So uh, reach out to Aaron at Aaron at widecaster.com widecaster and she can help you out with that so um yeah here we go here we go all right today we're talking uh commonplace with uh patricia moton moton yes that is correct welcome yes. to the show oh i'm glad to be here i'm glad to be here <laughs> and then especially with the 150th. Mm -hmm. I feel honored. Oh, <laughs> thank you guys. Thank We're you. We're honored to have you with mm -hmm. us. Uh, but to be honest, I don't know much about Commonplace. Mm. Why don't you tell us about Commonplace? And that's strange that you say this because Commonplace has been around for 50 years now. Okay. Um, it was started with a group of church members and on the south end of Peoria in 61605. And as they were working in the community, one of the things that they saw was a issue as far as with poverty was a lack of education. And so thus Commonplace was born. 
Um, we are a family literacy center. We work with children after school, and but my role specifically is the adult literacy director. Um, and that entail, we work with adults over the age of 18 who are A, wanting to get their GED, that's our ultimate goal, but we also work with individuals who are just trying to increase their level of literacy, meaning uh, a grandmother of 60, she's 60 or so, uh, wants to be able to read her medication better or going to the doctor and, and understanding the, the list of things that he wants her to do or just reading the Bible. So um, as far as adult literacy, that's what we work with. Mm -hmm. I like that you added the reading the Bible. Yes. <laughs> so um, do people walk to you? Are you guys, is, does everyone come to you when they're looking for the help? The help, we mainly are focused in 61605, but all over the city of Peoria, even okay. across the river in um, Tazewell County, uh, East Peoria, we get all walks of life, mm -hmm. young, old, um, different ethnicities, um, age groups. So whoever wants to focus on their literacy, we're there. Uh, we work mainly with the schools in the surrounding area as far as with the students. Mm -hmm. um, we are not a faith-based organization, but we invite and we welcome all denominations to come in and support the program as far as volunteering. Mm -hmm. um, we desperately need tutors. Okay. Um, even in the adult literacy program that I run, um, we do tutor training for adults who want to tutor um, in our adult literacy program four times a year. Uh, we train them, we prepare them to help out with, you know, simple things like reading and math class and things like that. Mm -hmm. So so are adults coming to your facility or do you go to them in their home? Or they come how to do our you guys facility. Two, okay. Well, two different ways. With our adult literacy program, we have in-house classes that are Monday through Thursday, 9 till 12. And students come in in the group setting. Now, we also have uh, individuals who need services after our working times. So we have one-on-one -on -one tutors who will meet in public places like the public library or restaurants. And then they'll mainly work with one or maybe two uh, students and tutoring them throughout the program. So, yeah, we get um, um, Peoria, I'm sorry, um, let me think of the church, United, First United Methodist, right okay. off the top of my head. Um, and a lot of different organizations who will come in. We've got retired Caterpillar executives. We have housewives, um, quite a few teachers from District 150 who, who volunteer their time. Mm -hmm. So how big are those classes when you have them in-house? It all depends. It can be a small class of three, or it can be a larger class of 15. Um, we have math, reading, um, social studies, um, the Constitution, of course, we're trying to get them to get the GED, um, reading, uh, comprehension, um, and now we're just really focusing on our ESL, our English as a Second Language, where we have now a Spanish tutor who works with individuals as far as the literacy and getting them to learn the English language. So, yeah, but we definitely need volunteers to help with that. So how does someone sign up to volunteer? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> our website, of course, you can always find us at um, Common Place. Peoria.org. That's www. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, or you can call our office at 309-674-3315 and ask for Patricia Moten, of course, and uh, someone will direct you, and then we'll go from there. 
Is there an application online someone would need to fill out? Not online, but in-house we okay. do, that they can actually come in and fill out a physical application. But first, I'd like to talk to them and see where their interest is. Mm -hmm. um, we need dedicated people um, because the first level of getting people through that literacy barrier is trust. So basically, we want to make sure that we fit them with, the, with that individual, either it be one-on-one -on -one or it could be group. So you would have to, I, I like to find out their likes and dislikes, um, their availability, um, because of the first four weeks, it's just getting to know that person who you're working with. And there's so many barriers to adult literacy that it could be issues of uh, things at home or uh, domestic issues. So once we get past those um, barriers, then the adult learner can then begin to learn. So um, it's, it's just a matter of me getting to know them first and then we go on from there. So what kind of time commitment are we talking about then so we can let our volunteers know? It really all depends on them. If they wanted to do a one-on-one, -on -one, that's great. It's, it's the tutors and the students' time. They may be only available Sunday from 11 to 2. That's where we kind of uh, fit them with the right tutor in that time. Okay. Uh, then there are classes that are Monday through Thursday, 9 a.m. till 12, where they can come in-house. But we like a little flexibility. There may be working students who are not available until after 3. Mm -hmm. um, there are students that are available in the, you know, in the daytime. So it really all depends. We try to match up um, the two of them together to see they can find a, a working schedule. So. so typically, like, maybe a weekly commitment? It could be. Okay. It could be, yes. Okay. And then for, like, do you guys go for, like, six months at a time or a year? This is or? year round. It is year round. Okay. Basically, with each student, each adult student is different. We evaluate them and test them and where they are. Mm -hmm. Some people come in and utilize the services for six months. They come in, they're tested, they get tutored. They go on and get their GED. Those are the hardworking ones. Mm -hmm. But then there are students that we take that may take a little bit more time. Um, our longest student has been there now for two years. Our uh, second longest student has been there for 18 months, but he's a grandfather taking care of his grandchildren. He had to find the time for class, but he successfully completed his GED. Proudest moment I have ever seen <laughs> on any person's face was to be to, to that simple accomplishment that we've taken for granted is your education. It's so big for them. It is so meaningful for them. So, uh, but we do we we are very um, proud of the support that we have from the community. Uh, and initially you said, hey, I know about commonplace, but or I've haven't heard of the name, or you know I can't remember. Here's the thing, that's what we're wanting to do. We're wanting to reinvent um, where we are and as, as far as reestablishing ourselves in the community in 61605. So you're going to hear a lot about what Commonplace is doing from now on. It, it's a, it sounds <laughs> it's like a, a great, great organization. Great cause, yes. great organization. Yes. So how did you get started? Oh gosh, initially, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm a native, I'm a transplant native of, uh, from Mississippi to this area, uh, area about 19 years now. I started in um, the school district and working with um, kindergartners. I went on from there to daycare. Um, but as I worked more so in the daycare system, I um, wanted to get in touch with the parents and, and found myself in social services where I was, um, I work with parents and children, 
um, their uh, educational levels and uh, child development. Um, and then as I worked with that, I saw that there was a need within the faith-based community to uh, kind of connect with social services. And so, you know, my love for families and, you know, things like that, I started to work with Southside Mission. Um, and then that kind of led me over to Commonplace and where I am now. Um, but I have always been very passionate about families and helping uh, the community and things like that. So I'm kind of here now. <laughs> and education helps them to get established and then also give back in the community themselves. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like that circle oh, that's, of giving. That's the key. That's the key. Mm -hmm. um, the the, the faith-based community has so much to offer. Uh, I think it's the glue to uh, families and foundations. Mm -hmm. um, literacy is also that foundation um, in helping to get a job and keep a job um, when you are self-sustained and you can um, economically, you're able to uh, help your family. It helps out a lot. So we found out just basically uh, literacy, um, getting a better job and keeping a job, um, those are the keys. Yeah, because mm -hmm. I'm sure it even boils down to filling out an application for a job. It being is. Able to read. It really is. It really is. Just the simple things that we take for granted every day. You know, yeah. it helps. It helps. So how about those kiddos? Are you guys inside like Roosevelt and Tree Win, or how does that work? Um, the programs, it's, ba it's mainly on the south end of Peoria. Mm -hmm. Tree Win, of course. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, Roosevelt Magnus in, is in that, in that area. Um, the... Our executive director, um, which was great, she started out at Treewind. She started out, she has roots at Bradley University. So this was a perfect fit too, because she's not too far from some of the kids that she's seen grown up through Treewind. So now they're in our after school tutoring programs. They're in our summer school programs. Um, one of the things that kind of took me by surprise and started working there was to see the number of kids who got up on Saturday morning for Saturday morning tutoring. We're talking about 9 a.m. We have 15 to 20 kids, and I'm like, why are these kids here not at home? And but they came to the program there, and they were, I've never seen kids so enthusiastic about tutoring on Saturday mornings. But we found out that those extra things that we're doing for our kids helps. We see the increase in the grade levels. So, and we have great volunteers who come in to, to help tutor the kids on Saturday mornings as well. So that's a great thing. So, so is that at your location again then too? It's at the location okay. at 514 South Shelley Street in Peoria. Okay. Uh, if you're familiar with the old Butternut building, oh, yeah. we're right across the street. Okay. Yeah, I've been there for 50 years now. Wow. Yes. <laughs> 50 years. Goes right with the 150 shows. There, there you go. go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yes. That's awesome. So what kind of challenges do you have? Of course, with any not-for-profit organization, it is funding, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, we rely heavily on grants from the state, uh, the literacy, grantee reach, and things like that. Um, but um, volunteers, I think... Um, is a challenge because we we um, the number of children to adults is is a thing, and also with the adult programs, having a small class setting uh, helps. Uh, when you're talking about adult learners, we have to be mindful that they are not students, and sometimes it takes some time. So we, we try to condense the classes so that a tutor can relate to each student. So. 
um, I, of course, donations, but tutors and volunteers are our biggest challenge. Um, so do so they have to be teachers? No. Oh, great. I'm glad you asked that. <laughs> they do not have to be teachers. I've housewives, uh, like I said earlier, retired executives from Caterpillar. Um, no, we will train them, um, get them set up, um, and give them all the material that they need. Uh, I had a tutor just recently. She was an administrative assistant with District 150. She's never taught, never set foot in a classroom. She was a little intimidated. I said, well, do you have kids? And she said, yes, that's the same. The things that we teach our kids, you're, our, you're your child's first teacher. Mm -hmm. And so you've got that experience. I said, have you ever budgeted for a household? She said, yeah, you're a teacher. You're a teacher already. So uh, I hope that people aren't intimidated by the sound of a teacher. No, it's, you just need to be yourself mm -hmm. and we'll give you all the material. Um, and um, that's all you need to kind of get involved. Very cool. Besides financial, what other donations are you looking for? Oh, another thing too, we have a food pantry oh. that we provide uh, on Fridays. So we always look for uh, non-perishable items, canned foods. Um, we have a community garden. So for those who like gardening, I would love to have a volunteer come in and help us out in our garden because we uh, also believe in healthy living, healthy lifestyles, mm -hmm. uh, fresh from the garden to the table are one of the aspects that we are really promoting. So for those who would like to donate non-perishable items as, and also fresh fruits and vegetables, we would really appreciate that. So, yeah. Stacy and I love to find people who are passionate about what they do and the life changing that happens within it is just something yes. amazing. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm getting no. a little touched. Even no, we definitely <laughs> need that in this community now. We really do. We really need people who are not afraid to, you know, want to do something to make that change in their community. Yeah. We always talk about, you know, our problem areas in Peoria. It's, it, some of them just won't go away. Okay. Uh, but we need to identify where those areas are and be consistent. And I think that's a lot of things that as organizations, what we need to do is stay consistent and build up that trust within that community. Um, Comet Place has been there for 50 years. And I, you know, found out that people were going to Decatur for their GED. We're here. Wow. Now we need to touch the community again. We need to make a bigger presence. We need mm -hmm. to really, um, because, you know, focus on our families, because the people who were there 50 years ago, they're grown up. They have kids. They have grandkids. So now we need to go back and reintroduce commonplace to those individuals too. And I think with our youth and adult programs, because we had a grandma in the morning getting her GED and the children, the grandchildren coming in the afternoon for after school tutoring, she sees the importance of education. She instills that in her children. And so thus for we'll helping the next generation move on. So that's beautiful. That's where we are. Awesome. So if you can read, mm -hmm. you can volunteer. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah. If you have a heart, you can volunteer. <laughs> we'll teach you to read. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> How yeah. about the website again? The so web people know where to go. Yes, it is www.commonplacepeoria.org. 
Awesome. And they and, can give us a call. Okay. What is, who do they call and what number? Yes, they can call me. I'm Patricia Moten, the volunteer, the director of adult literacy. I didn't even say volunteer. <laughs> um, at 309-674-3315. Awesome. Yes. Commonplace is another great place in the Peoria area just to help people out and a great way for you to volunteer and get involved. Uh, just don't complain about our city. Get up, do something. Um, it's all, all of us investing in our own city. So um, thanks for watching In the Neighborhood on Peoria Life. Uh, and uh, comment, if you would, on our Facebook page. We would really appreciate it. Uh, you can find us at In the Neighborhood on Facebook or Peoria Life. Thanks, everybody. Thank thanks. you. Thanks. <laughs> PeoriaLife.com.